You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. All right, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. It's America's Pet Show, helping you with your pets, having some fun along the way. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet. Brian Donovan, he's our animal behaviorist, dog trainer. He's also uh, not here. And not here. Dr. Yvonne, she helps us out with medical questions here and there. Also not here. <laughs> uh, I'm Jamie Flanagan, just making sure everybody's having a good time. And Sam. I am here. Sam Nork. Yeah. Sam Nork is here. Sam you have Nork to, is you here. have to say that. So, but uh, yeah, so that's what we're here to do. We're here to uh, help you with your pet and share some animal stories and, and talk about animal issues. And speaking of animal issues, Sam, I got issues. Me too. Um, but Jody has some issues. Oh, jo- yeah. Jody, uh, something I'm not going to try to pronounce till we get her on the phone. <laughs> From the Chicago Alliance for Animals wants to talk about uh, bands and, and carriage horses. Uh, we're here in the Metro Detroit area. Not something extraordinarily popular in Detroit. I have seen some, but it's not a, a, a weekly occurrence. New York, Chicago, oh, yeah. uh, it's a it's a regular thing. So, and it, it apparently uh, is a problem. So uh, we have to. I have to admit that uh, I'm guilty. Of, uh, oh, I'm so guilty. Supporting it yeah. and and have having taken a ride. So yeah. I'm going to find out for Jody why she uh, she has issues with this and and what uh, what exactly is going on in, on the dark underbelly of uh, carriage rides uh, from the Chicago Alliance for Animals. That's coming up shortly. We'll get her on the phone and, and chit chat about that. So, uh, but other animal issues. It was uh, National Pet. Day earlier this week. Oh yeah! Did you post your pets no, up online? I'm lame. It was Did you see that? Hunt. It was also National Sibling Day, and I didn't post yeah. for that either nope. because I'm I lame. I ditto. <laughs> I ditto. What now? I just uh, yep. I, I I skipped the sibling day. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and uh, I was actually with my brother on sibling day too. Really? And I wow. never see him because he lives, you know, about a good hour north of me, and so we just we don't connect that, and we both work like crazy hours, so. Um, but by chance, uh, we were together, but he's not a big, he's got, he has a Facebook page, but, uh, it's only so he could, he could spy on his girls. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're 24 and 20 or 21 wow. now, but, uh, you know, back when they were in high school, he had, he had the page. It was named after his dog. No. It wasn't his name. It wasn't, you know, John, <laughs> it was, you know, Max, whatever. And that was the, it was the dog and it had a picture of the dog. <laughs> The profile picture was the dog, no. and so he was friends with the just to see what the girls were posting and their friends were posting. Yeah, so they totally knew that was him, Good. right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, okay. no, it was understood. I thought, I thought he was just trying to be. Oh no, he wasn't being shady. Oh. <laughs> Look, it's Brady's page. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh, yeah, no, it was it was it was intentional. But so the people, you know, wouldn't go. Oh, you're friends with your dad, you know, or whatever. Oh so, yeah, you know, back, especially you know because that was they back middle school and high school, yeah. so. They a little more protective of that. Everybody's so. friends with their dads now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's what Facebook is for parents. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now you know, you know the Snapchat. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, sna- the snapping of the chat—that's a different story. Yeah, I don't even use that. Yeah. Not what's anymore. what's the thing now? Uh, 
That's still a thing, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't use it. I don't know. It's just, it's too, it runs down my battery and it's just, I never reply. Half, like 30 people do it. I'm like, nah, I'm not replying to you. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. That's that's another picture of you. Uh, Yeah, uh, Yeah, that's nice. That's another picture of you. Uh, So people like themselves that much. Oh, I don't. But today, (laughs) today Today. is a big day too. So it was National Pet Week. Pet Day, uh, International Pet Day, Sibling Day, Today. Ice Cream. National Grilled Cheese Day. Oh. Yeah. So Ice Cream was this we're week, gonna, too. We're going to have to go I get think. some grilled cheese sandwiches after this. Yeah, really? Sure, why not? Yes. <laughs> why not? It's cool. It's what we do. Yeah, it's what we so, do. So food, food is what we do. But uh, speaking of legislations, right? There's uh, we've talked about uh, pit bulls recently oh, yeah. on the show, and we'll be talking about um, carriage carriage horses, carriage rides, and horses in Chicago specifically. But uh, the Michigan Senate, the Michigan uh, Senate State Senate, um, is calling to say no to bans on pit bulls. So they're saying leave the pit bulls alone. Uh, no bans on pit bulls will be allowed, the Michigan State Senate says. The chamber voted 23 to 13 on Thursday to prohibit local governments from dictating breed-specific regulations on dogs. Legislations will benefit canines that are perceived as more aggressive, mostly pit bulls, Rottweilers, German Shepherd, and uh, the breeds that are considered uh, – Aggressive. About 30 local governments have some sort of breed-specific ordinance at present. So the supporters of the bill say it encroaches on the dog owner's property rights. Uh, Targeting specific breeds is also not an effective approach uh, to dog bite prevention. And the uh, AVMA report says pit bulls are not disproportionately dangerous, right? So however, critics of the bill mention that pit bulls are behind the most fatal dog bites. So, uh, so 20 states already prohibit breed specific policies. So 20 states say you can't ban particular dogs. And, and I'm, I'm all about, I, you know, there, there are enough laws on the books. How about we enforce them? Um, I mean, there's, there, there's laws about being a good pet owner on the books now already. If they were only, if they only had the teeth behind them to, uh, yeah, pardon the, the awful pun, but the teeth behind them to, but seriously, to, to, to make them, you know, mm-hmm. uh, enforceable, right? If, if, if they, if there was the infrastructure to enforce those, that's, that's the, that's the trick, right? So you have these laws, uh, or initiatives and, uh, you know, they, nobody's there to, 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 to back it up. Yeah. So, I mean, there's enough, there's enough laws on the books about if your dog does something bad or if you don't manage your dog well, uh, you can be fined for it. And ultimately, after you find so many times, you can have, you know, your privilege to own a pet restricted. Yeah. Um, so to, to go breed specific, um, again, the, 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 the supporters of this bill, uh, they just say it's, it's, it's not, it's not the right thing to do. And we're going to talk about dog bites, yeah. uh, a little bit more too. 
I don't think it's the right thing to do either. I don't know. I have two pit bulls at home, and they're so sweet, and they're yeah. my, they're my favorite things. I mean, I know, I know, there's some out there that aren't. I've said it. I've said it. They yeah. freak, they freak me out because when yeah. they make a mistake, it's a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but uh, it's it's it's. I personally wouldn't get one, but that's my choice, right? Yeah. So it, it, you know. So you won't be at my house. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'd like to. I'll meet your dogs. Oh, you can meet I'd, my dogs. They're would, so cute. They I'd, won't do anything. They I'd just, make a, they just, they're so, they're so sweet. Are they friendly with strange men yeah. with facial yeah. fur? Yeah. Okay. They'll come up to anybody. I All don't right. know. They're weird. They don't like bark or anything. They really? Just, yeah. They're weird. Okay. Yeah. Right on. So we wait patiently, and uh, we're supposed to call her. I do believe. Oh yeah, shoot. I think we have yeah, her phone I have number. To, yeah, I have I think, to call her. I think I think that's kind of was our connection with Jody. Is that we we told her we would call her. Yes, I said yeah. And I, I think yes, we. Yes, I said uh, I would. So we're gonna we're gonna Sam's gonna fire it up here. She's gonna get a hold of uh, Jody, and uh, we'll get the correct pronunciation of her last of her name. Her last name that I do not know how to pronounce. And then because uh, uh, I scribbled it down here and it's like W something. So, But it's a Chicago Alliance for Animals and there is a ban on horse carriage and the horse carriage laws. I had no idea that was a um, thing. I mean I, I mean, I guess if you think about that, it. That's it. So ring-a-ding-ding. And we're going to try to pull Jody into the conversation to see what her concerns are about the carriage horses and the trouble on the streets of Chicago. Where are you going, horsey? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Hello. Hello. Hi, this is Jody with hey. the Center for Ethical Science and Chicago Alliance for Animals. <laughs> oh. Please leave a message and I'll that return your call. That same message? Oh, wow. There you are. Wow. Fair play. We totally fell for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> call us. We'll be there. Well, at least it wasn't <laughs> the wrong number. Yeah. It's like that, that you know, 555, you stink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. You have such an interesting phone number. And then you call it and it's like, ha-ha, this person gave you a false number. Yeah. Well, she... Yeah, that's cool. All right. Well, did you message her and didn't she respond to it? Uh, she didn't. Okay. Uh, she did the other day. I messaged her twice today and she hasn't. Uh, Fair enough. But uh, so it, there, there are laws um, in the city, and and it's like it, it, she feels they're not being enforced properly because the law states that no horse may be worked more than six hours in any twenty-four hour period. She and the people at the Chicago Alliance for Animals believes that a horse can't be on duty for six hours. So even as standing out there in front of the whatever fancy pants hotel they stand out in front of to give people rides and not actively jogging around, that counts towards the six hours. Uh, It seems as though the people who run the carriages uh, feel as though – when the horse is actually actively moving and they, you know, start and stop a clock for when the horse is moving um, as to those six hours. And then they said they've tracked. And it's actually kind of interesting that uh, in uh, uh, three citations were issued in 2015 for a hundred bucks, right? Whoa. None in 2016 for people who were not following the rules for, you know, their horses and the carriages. And then these guys, their watchdog group started uh, pointing out the, um, infractions and in uh, 2017 there was $8,500 worth of fines <laughs> posted so they went from 100 to 0 to <laughs> 8,500 uh, but they're not restricting the people's licenses is what they're upset about these people who keep repeatedly breaking these laws yeah. uh, or breaking these codes 
I don't know if they're actually laws, but uh, they're codes and, and that uh, the people are like, oh, it's just the cost of business. So we'll pay the fine and move on, oh, right? Wow. And they don't feel it's fair. So they want stricter stricter laws to enforce that. And uh, so we'll get Jody on at some point to, to talk about it. I thought it was interesting. I was going to challenge her on, uh, you know, it's just devil's advocate. But yeah. uh, there's a list of tragedies. You know, they put it up there to uh, uh, you go ahead and you ring it again. So uh, there's a list of tragedies. You can actually. All right. Never mind. Oh. But uh, yeah, go ahead. And ring it again. Uh, yeah, there's a list of tragedies, but it's like Jakarta, Indonesia, um, Sheridan, Michigan. Three children were killed. Six other people were critically injured when a driver in a pickup slammed into a horse-drawn carriage. But that's Amish country, right? So is this – are they including like, you know, a distracted driver who hit an Amish cart yeah. in, you know, Sheridan, Michigan? Uh, so they're just talking about all these horse and carriage incidents, you know, Sicily, Italy, uh, you know. But legislations are different in, in, in uh, Indonesia and Italy. You know, Montreal, but then you have Memphis and St. Louis. Hi, this is Jody. And uh, Guadalajara, Mexico, Cleveland, uh, Charleston, South Carolina, and St. Louis, Missouri. And those are all within the last calendar year where um, something happened bad. The oh, driver of a carriage. Is that a picture of a horse on the ground? That is a picture of a horse in Italy that collapsed going up oh a hill. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a tough article to read because yeah. there's, there's injured horses. Uh, so there you go. So that's um, that's so scary. That's, that's the story there behind that. I never thought but the about one thing missing from that. this article is um, Jody, Jody, <laughs> and and anybody from one of the horse carriage companies. There's no oh. spokesperson from you know. There's no. It's all. It's either legislators or yeah. uh, the people from the organization against it. There's not the other side of the story. I'd be curious to to, to hear their response yeah. as well, or what their positioning is. But uh, so that's uh, that's that. So kind of scary stuff. Ponies scary. Uh, being being overworked. I mean, yeah. that's uh, you don't want to. You don't want to over, overdo overdo it with the ponies. And then uh, here. Oh, here. This is fun, right? Yeah. Does your dig that? Oh. Oh. Nice dig it. I thought you said your dig did not bite. That is not my talk. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Do you know, <laughs> does your dog bite? Uh, Peter Sellers, right? Out of the Pink Panther there? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Postman, uh, they are on the run on a daily basis. That's a dangerous job, boy. Some uh, some neighborhoods it can get really it can get it can get kind of treacherous. Yeah. Uh, but the the reports are in. The reports are in, and uh, what do you think? Uh, the dog rankings. We have the 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 dog attack rankings by Ooh. city. There were a total of six thousand two hundred and forty four postal employees were attacked by dogs in twenty seventeen. The top thirties are ranked below. Um, what do you think? Because it, it's because it goes one, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven, eight, nine, oh, some ten. Are. Yeah, it doubles up. Twelve, twelve, twelve. 
12, 12, 12, 12, 12, right? So if, if they're tied, they're like, so there's yeah. only 17 positions, but it's the top 30 cities. Uh, so the top 30 cities, what do you think? Which city do you think came in at number one with uh, dog bites? Uh, it's, uh, it's more tied to you than to me. Really? Is so it Texas? It's in uh, – that was, that was a clue. So if you're going to take a guess. Uh, yeah. So you're going to guess. I, don't, I, forget where, I forget whereabouts in Texas oh, you I came from. Oh, I was in the so middle of nowhere. So if, was, it's a, is it a, is it, if it's a major city. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was a Texas city. It was it, it, number, Coming in at number it, one is a, a Texas city. Which one do you think it was? Is it the capital of Texas? Is it Austin? Is it is it Dallas? Is it San Antonio? Is it? Are you just going to go through every yeah, city? You know? Yeah, we'll go all three of those. <laughs> it's one of those, right? Is it? Is it? No. What? what? You, no. You think it's one Houston. of those? Houston. There you Yay! go. Houston. I used to live there actually. Oh, is that one of the where you? Yeah, I close lived there for to? a year. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Houston, Texas came in ah! at uh, number one. Uh, <laughs> woo, number one. Uh, woo! That's yeah, actually for, not uh, good no, to be yeah, number one. Not good. Not good. Um, it came in number one at 71 uh, attacks uh, on postal employees in the year of 2017. Wow. And that was up. Moving up the charts from 62 to 71. Coming in with your dog bites. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, they, in 2016, uh, they had uh, uh, 62 uh, Los Angeles coming in at number two with oh, that's 67. Not, that's not surprising. Uh, but for the year before, they were at 80. So I don't know what My the mom actually were. got bit by a dog when we lived in Houston. That's so weird, I know. It like bit a chunk out of her leg. I mm-hmm. hope she's not listening. She's going to be like, why are you saying that? That's not like you're showing pictures of it. Yeah. It was, Show me the picture. Show oh, okay. Me the picture. <laughs> no, was so, I was in first grade. That was so long ago. Holy moly. It was somebody it was somebody I went to school with, like his parents. Oh. Like it was their dog. It was so weird. So weird. Oh. It was so messy. <sighs> anyway. Anyhow. So yeah, so the the dog bites uh on a on a rampage. Um, is Michigan on there anywhere? Uh Detroit. Uh um, really? makes the list. Where do you think twelve? Detroit De- twelve. It was Oh my god. <laughs> Detroit coming in at twelve with uh, thirty two attacks. In 2017, there were uh, 48. Whoa, that's kind of a lot. There were 48 in 2016, so it's down in Detroit. So, and the city's on the rise. More people are moving in. So yeah, tied at number 12, uh, Long Beach, Detroit, Kansas City, uh, all tied at number 12 with uh, 32 attacks in the 27 calendar year. Uh, You got Seattle with 28, Minneapolis with 27, Charlotte, North Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, 27, Philadelphia, San Jose, Fort Worth, Miami, Indianapolis at 25, tied with Rochester, New York at 25, as well as Cincinnati and Toledo. All oh, coming Toledo. In, coming in with 25 attacks on postal workers. Um, the bottom two, Sacramento Sorry. and Portland. Uh, we're the bo- on the on the bottom of that list with uh, 24 still. That's still quite yeah, that's still a lot. Still quite a, a number, and I'm looking to see what the biggest number was from the previous year, and that was Los Angeles in the previous year with oh, wow. with 80, um, and but Houston this year was 71. So that's a lot of uh, attacks, and it's getting into uh, the legislation. So um, how many of those were pit bulls, right? And oh, then probably a, you know, and but yeah. who's who's to blame? Who's to blame for each and any one of those. Not the dog. It's the postman. They taste too darn good. Yeah. <laughs> Stop mean, being so tasty. 
It's like cows. Why why aren't you a vegetarian? Tell cows to stop tasting so good. <laughs> Mailman flavored dog. <laughs> All right. But but no. So it's uh, uh the legislation, you know, a ban on 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 pit bulls isn't going to solve this issue of dog bites on no. post. It it's, you know, it, it might it might help with a couple. It, yeah. Well, um they're not I mean they might be the main I don't know if they're the main dog that's but that's not going to I don't know. It won't affect anything. Yeah, it, it's not going to, you know, affect a change. It, what's going to is responsible ownership is yeah. what's going to yeah. affect a change. And and making make and if people aren't going to be responsible, ah, I hate legislating life, but uh, yeah. you know, it's it, it, it you need to make people accountable, um, and they need to be accountable for their action or inaction, and uh, to take care of that. So. For sure, it's uh, it's, it's a problem. That's yeah. that's a lot. Sixty two hundred over sixty two hundred uh, postal employees attacked in twenty seventeen. Attacked like uh, yeah, it wasn't more specific than that. Oh, I was about to say like severely or like uh, yeah, like a nibble. <laughs> I, I'm gonna guess that's contact of some sort. Oh, okay. Because because you know I Wait, mean people it, have their dogs like running free. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's so weird. Like my dogs, like don't they don't don't put your hand through the slot. Yeah, <laughs> don't put your hand through the slot. Don't do they it. Don't have those anymore. Do Stop they? tasting like peanut butter. <laughs> Stop tasting like peanut butter. It's not gonna work out for you. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't I don't know I don't do that I don't I don't play that game. I'm not gonna let my dogs run loose. What if they run away? Yeah, or bite somebody. Well, and then, you know, there you are. That's no. That's just for later. Remind me. Okay, but, I'll uh, remind you. Yeah. Uh, United Airlines. We were talking about United Airlines in, recently. Yeah, that um, was a because the geez, one dog that the one that, that dog died, the yeah. one puppy died because they put it in the overhead bin, and then the next week, I don't know if you were here, um, but they there was, a, was a, a dog that they sent to Japan. Japan, yes, yeah. yes, I I, heard, I read about that. Yep. Okay, so it Brian, got, it Brian got and back I, safely. Brian and I talked about that because <laughs> it's like, oh, you think that United would be on their game and, and paying attention, and they're like, uh, oh, whoops, oh, whoops, <laughs> yeah. We swapped crates, you know. You're, yeah. You're not in Kansas. It was it was literally headed for Kansas, yeah. and it's like <laughs> you're not in Kansas anymore. The jokes write themselves at that point. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, March was not. Uh, it was the dog. A, the dog good, days of flying yeah. for United for sure. Um, I made that up myself. That's good journalism oh. right there. <laughs> but uh, they suspend cargo pro program for animals after a spat of missteps. Uh, the March has been really tough on flying dogs with United. Flying dogs. That would be great. Oh yeah. I love dogs. Get that all over your windshield. <laughs> all right. So last week, the Terrible. French, uh, well, this is when this was written, but uh, a French bulldog died after being placed in an overhead bin. Uh, a day later, a German shepherd headed from Oregon to Kansas, ended up in Japan. That's crazy. Mixed with a Great Dane uh, in a connection in Denver. The the dog was flown back, though. They flew the dog back in a, in a private uh, jet yeah. to make good on that. Because... <laughs> Cheapers. Another dog. Oh, this is another dog bound for Akron, Ohio, was mistakenly loaded onto a flight from Newark to St. Louis. Uh, the plane made extra stops, an extra stop in Akron, where it was reunited with his family. So Aww. the plane made an extra stop just to let the puppy off. Aww. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that whole flight full of people were going, oh, you know, some businessman going, going, I'm going to be late for my meeting. <laughs> 
There was yeah. probably half the plane going, oh, yeah, sure. I get an extra bag of peanuts too. Great. All right. Oh, little, I totally wouldn't I get care. another bag with three pretzels in it. Awesome. I love flying. You know, but uh, there are probably some yeah. people going, oh, I got a meeting. I got to be at. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure probably at least half the plane was was just like that. Oh, mm. but um, – so, but the spat of missteps prompted United to suspend PetSafe, its program for transporting animals in the cargo holds of planes, while it moves to prevent more problems. Uh, we know we need to improve, and the best way to do that is to stop and take a look at this, said uh, Charlie, a company spokesman. Uh, United <laughs> said it was uh, Hobart, Charlie Hobart. Thank if you. I curious. needed the last you name. Need it? Yeah. Right, Hobart, Hobart wasn't. <laughs> Too bad. I can do Hobart. It's Hobart. All right. But uh, United said it was not planning to take uh, any new pet safe bookings during the review time, which is expected to be completed uh, by May. The change will not affect animals permitted to travel in the cabin or already booked reservations. Customers who want to cancel pets travel during the review will be allowed to. United recently announced that it's in a separate move. It would impose strict, stricter rules on emotional support animals flying in cabins after one passenger, we talked about this oh, one too, peacock? tried to bring a peacock on board. So cool. How do you even get one of those? Like, oh, you go to the Z- Detroit Zoo, our, our Detroit Zoo here, and the peacocks just kind of run around. Oh, yeah, around. they kind of just run around. You could just take one. Yeah, no, you probably shouldn't. Just I know. Take I know. One. I'm they not going to do that. They frown on that. <laughs> Trust me. It's just a very big collar is what it is. It's just – it's a very feathery collar of mine and a funny hat. <laughs> Trying to sneak it out. Yeah. They're like, sir, anything – the only thing you worse than your – You should bring a your, suit for it or something. The only thing worse than your comedy is your accent. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they're they're cracking down on the on the emotional support animals. So yeah, well, I can see that. So much for Percy, my serenity cat. <laughs> so under the new rules, animals are not allowed in cabins outside their carriers without documents certifying they're in good health and have been trained to behave properly in public settings. So they need some sort of certification. United transported about a hundred and forty thousand animals last year, significantly more than American Airlines. Uh, of the more than 500,000 animals on flights with American carriers, 24 died in transit, 18 of those Wait, on United. Really? So over five, 500,000 animals traveled uh, last time. I don't know if that didn't say the time span, but 500,000 animals on flights uh-huh. with American carriers. Yeah. So all American flights, 500,000 yeah. animals, 24 died in transit. 18 of those 24 were on United flights. Whoa. And that comes from the Federal Transportation Department, and federal is not capitalized, so I don't know if that's real uh, or a typo. Oh. <laughs> um, or a typo. What website did you get it from? Uh, this is New York Times. Oh. So, uh, so Mr. Hobart, Mr. Hobart uh, said, although there were no animal-related disturbances on a vast majority of United flights, the airline wants to ensure that all pet travel uh, is done safely and without um, incident. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a systematic review of our program. We're going to find the best way of doing things. It's adopted some new policies to ensure animals are tracked and accounted for oh, yeah. at all stages of travel. Measures including, uh, disrupting, uh, pet travel documents and itineraries, uh, directly. Yeah. So I get that. representatives 
Ameri- Air- representatives of American Airlines and Delta Airlines said uh, carriers weren't planning any changes in their policies because they haven't killed the majority of the animals they, yeah. they move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, United. Uh, Mr. Hobart would not predict what might change for pets in United after the pet safe review is complete, but he emphasized the goal was to make the experience more seamless for travelers of all species. Uh, he said our highest priority is to always safely – is always safety, safety for our customers, safety for our employees, and safety of the pets that travel with us. So Aww. there you go. That's cool. So untied. I've only traveled with my cat like once or twice. Um, and we just put him underneath the seat. Yeah. Little... I had a soft side. I had a soft side bag for uh, Kirby. I would I'd feel uncomfortable taking him out of his carrier. Um, uncomfortable? Wait, the, you take him out? Why would you do that? Out of the out of his carrier on the oh, plane. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Well, people do that. People do that. I would feel so uncomfortable doing. That. I know. I can't do. That's what yeah. I just said. I would. I would. I know, be, I'd be uncomfortable. I'd be uncomfortable with that as well. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I did. But it was, it was nice because it was a soft side carrier, and yeah. you could you could swish it down, and just I pushed it under there with my feet. <laughs> He's in there. No, I did not do that. My little boy Kirby. He was such a he was he was good he was a good traveler he yeah. was um he was good and that's a problem with traveling with a with a cat yeah uh, oh, my cat my cat would he, we would have him in the car on the plane he would meow the whole way the whole way just meow meow just like you shut up Kirby's down Kirby was down with it my cat wasn't he was always because ever when he was a kitten I would take him with me wherever I just tuck him inside my leather jacket. Zip it up, oh. and his little head would be sticking out, and he'd just be looking around. And then, yeah, and then so he'd just hang, and then I'd take him to places. So he was socialized really well. Yeah. And he was cool when he was younger and could jump before he got out, <laughs> before he got pleasantly plump. Uh, Mine too. I, I, I would clap and then pat my chest, and he would like jump up. He'd like kind of scurry up my body. Oh. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, so he would like, if, when he was young, young, he could spring up and get like, Almost all the way yeah. up. As he got older, he had to like <laughs> scurry up my body, and I'd kind of put my leg out at like an angle yeah. so he could kind of run up it a little bit. And then eventually, it was just yeah, it just wasn't happening. <laughs> He'd kind of look and put a paw on my knee, going, "Yeah, I'd, I'd like to. But we're we're both just gonna hurt ourselves if we keep trying that crap." <laughs> you want to come? You come down here and get me. If you want me? Oh well, yeah. And I, I pick him. So cute. <laughs> That's so cute. But a, a problem, a trick uh, traveling with your pet, right? If you're on a plane, um, cats can be really fastidious or very particular uh, about their cat box, right? And oh, you yeah. start getting cat box amnesia. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Kirby was a trooper. He would, he would, you know, we could change litter on him. We could do anything. And he was never bad about his, about using his litter box or, or making mistakes. But yeah. some cats, you can really open up a, 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 a Beehive can of, of a can of worms. I was trying to find beehive a cat. Of a can, a can of worms. A cat analogy. I was trying to think of, you know, you're opening up a basket of kittens with that, you know. Um, with a beehive. With a beehive. Uh, and some worms. To boot. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so Kirby was a, he was a good, he was a good traveler. So you could, cause it was great. They'd have those like, uh, um, not temporary, 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 uh, 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 disposable. Oh. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. Disposable cat litter things. And it's just a cat litter tray and it had a piece of paper on it and you cut out the paper and then there was a, you know, there was, there was litter underneath the, the paper. Yeah. So, you know, you, you know, you get to wherever you're going, you stop off at the grocery store, the 
Super Chain, yeah. whatever, Super Chain, whatever, and uh, Publix, Walmart, Kroger, wherever you're at, and uh, grab one of those. And and he he would use it like a trap. But Aww. traveling, yeah, he would use it. But most most cats uh, a little yeah. more particular yeah. about uh, about where they go. But yeah, he was a he was a super trooper. He was a good lad. So, but yeah, so United uh, <laughs> trying to trying to pull it together. Yeah. Uh, you posted something on the internet, right on our Facebook page. Uh, people can find us. Sam has been doing just great stuff. She's uh, been tweaking the the website. It looks um, a lot better now, so you may all go visit it. You can. <laughs> AnimalTalkRadio.com. AnimalTalkRadio.com. And uh, Twitter, Animal Talk Radio. The Facebook is uh, Animal, Animal Talk, Talk Radio. Radio. Uh, Facebook slash Animal Talk Radio. But uh, 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 you posted something up there. There's a, a movie coming out, right? And if people are listening to this live or they get to the podcast yeah. uh, as, as soon as it goes up, because this is happening uh, in two days, right? Oh, yeah, uh, the dog. Three days. Yeah. On April fifteenth, Sunday, April fifteenth, uh, there's a they're going for the Guinness Book of World Records for the uh, largest dog photo shoot. That's so cool! So I wish I lived there. In, it's L.A. It's an L.A. Yeah. It's an L.A. thing. So uh, Los Angeles yes, people, yeah. West Coast folks, um, if you have your furry friend and you're near Los Angeles on Sunday between uh, eight a.m. and noon, uh, there's a because it's a big it's a promotional stunt. Yeah. There's a there's a movie coming out called uh, Superpower Dogs, and uh, so this is going to be the one of the final scenes in the movie. Yeah, they probably and, just want like a huge amount of just yeah, dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but this is it's it's, it's interesting. So um, it's a casting call for you and your pet to be part of this film. If you're in L.A., they're going for the Guinness Book of World Records, the largest photo shoot shoot of puppies i'm about to go fly and there and just do that dog just oh with just my dog oh swarming with piles are you apparently not, not taking not united, united not nope. on united <laughs> not on united but uh so the film the name of the film is uh superpower dogs uh that's coming up and it's in production and this is going to be one of the last scenes but the film what it does is follow five real life canine superheroes and their human partners as they brave earthquakes and avalanches and bring animal poachers to justice they protect humans from danger while lifting spirits so audience will experience uh, how dogs see hear and smell the world like never before discover how humans are harnessing the remarkable superpower of these dogs to heal inspire and save lives so Ooh, so inspirational that is so that's uh so yeah but i just thought it was interesting. so that's uh, a link to that on our, our facebook page and there'll be uh yeah. there'll be pictures uh yeah. we'll post up pictures when it's done of I it really and we'll go. have some video mm. So we will have some some video, yeah, and we might even get some of the producers of the movie on to talk that would be talk so to cool. Let's talk do to that. them, yeah, and about the yeah. how how it how it all went, how it how all went. If, yeah. Were they able to break the record? Because somebody was trying to break a record here in Detroit and they missed. What was it? I don't know. It was oh. Something in the spring. I want to break the record. They were they were doing that, uh, and they 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 missed. So I thought that was interesting that they like they were really trying, and and they, the Guinness people aren't like ah, give it to them. It's like no, they're serious about it. It's that that is not the largest Wiener Schnitzel, <laughs> or whatever it, it might whatever be. Whatever it was, I don't know. Um, are you are you stressed, Sam? Yeah, all the time. Are you? Yeah, don't I be, never stop. Don't be stressed. Never stop. Blame. Don't don't everything. be stressed because your stress can add to your pet's stress. No, I heard about that. That's what my parents keep telling me. That's why one of my dogs is like depressed. <laughs> That's what they keep telling me. They're like, he's depressed because of you. And oh, I'm my like, God. 
Got to get him some puppy uppers, <laughs> some doggy downers. See, the old people are going to laugh at that. You laugh at that because you laugh at everything I say, yeah. which is great. <laughs> no, you're like, that's lame. <laughs> no, but no, there was a Saturday Night Live skit, uh, puppy uppers yeah. and doggy downers. I think it was Gilda Radner. That's like old school Saturday Night Live. But uh, Winston is a two-year-old pug mix, and he spent the early years of his life as one of 65 dogs in a hoarder's house in Tennessee. In 2017, he was rescued. Six, wait, how many? Uh, 65 dogs. 65 dogs. In one house. Who do you think you are, Burt Ward? Yeah, I was about to say. He has like 100. <laughs> you know, he's only got 10, but, oh, they're, 10. but they're, they're big. So <laughs> yeah. they, no, I don't know. He's got, like more, he's got, more, than, he's got more than 10, yeah. but they're big, big dogs. Yeah. Uh, but he's not a hoarder. I don't, well, I don't know. I haven't I seen, know. I haven't I haven't seen, seen footage house. of his house. He might yeah. be. He's like well, now we're talking bad about him. He's got a whole he's got a whole uh he's got a whole ranch full of dogs. <laughs> That's so cool. But uh yeah, I need to take a sip of this. Say something. Uh something, something, something. <laughs> there you go. Good filler. I was I was I was losing it there for a second. But all right, so uh Winston, right? In a house, sixty five dogs. And uh in twenty seventeen he was rescued, brought home to Chicago, a live rescue. Uh, and adopted out to his uh, now mom, Rachel. Um, Rachel recalls the first moments when she got him. Winston was terrified uh, of everything. Something as simple as standing outside a window would would un- unnerve him. Something, Aww. yeah. So, what a baby. Yeah, he was very clingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to be on my lap or held as much as possible. Well, that's kind of nice. That's literally my dog. Right. It's and he's rare like- for. 12 times it's yeah, rare for him to be in a different room than uh than than rachel uh he panics and doesn't calm down till he finds her if he's not in the same room okay that sounds like my dog yeah so anxiety in pets is far from a rare occurrence even animals who, who don't come from a background like winston's well it's difficult to say just how many dogs and cats suffer from general fear and anxiety is considered a common contributing factor to many behavior issues, inclu- including uh, destructive chewing, elimination issues, that's poopy problems, uh, oh. and, and frequent vocalizations. So that's, that's, that's fancy words. That's fancy words for barking. Just in case you didn't want to, you wanted to know, that's fancy, that's fancy talk for barking. Well, that's such a good accent. I have no idea. I should that give is. you the Oscar. <clears throat> that's uh, that's my my Brad Pitt. That doesn't even sound like him. Is he even country? Fighting in a basement. Oh, I'll tell yeah. you what the problem is. <laughs> Fighting in a basement. <laughs> okay, now it's more Brad Pitt. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he like where's he? You know, hold on. That's Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, right. I love that movie. Oh God, Eli, Eli Roth is in that, and I okay. just love him to death. <laughs> oh, all right but we're talking about anxiety and dogs not fighting in a basement uh but yes yeah, so uh tracing the anxiety to its roots it's a, it's a, a pathological worry nervousness uneasy feeling um and and this can it can manifest itself in 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 pets as as well and and shows up in in because i mean they do have a short-term memory uh but it, it does come through in in massive behavior problems, which it, more more pets end up in in shelters due to behavior issues yeah. than than anything else. So it's it's something good to get a handle on. Uh, so anxiety in cats. It's uh, Jackie's got a story here about her cat Bosworth. That's such a cute name. 
Oh, she calls them Boz for short. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. So you can usually recognize anxiety in dogs, but with cats, some of their natural behavior is, is you know, what can be considered anxiety, just hiding. Like a lot of, some cats hide. Yeah. You know, not my Percy. He's, uh, he's all up in my business all the time. But uh, cats generally uh, are more solitary in nature. So it's, it's usually harder to pick up the, their anxiety until it manifests, manifests itself uh, in, in another way, usually uh, litter box problems. So uh, they're working on treatments for it, right? So they're working on treatments oh, for anxiety yay. in your critters. Uh, and you get a tiny little couch and you just lay them on it and you say, well, how does that make you feel? I no, already tried don't. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know, it's uh it's 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 it just takes lots of training. Um it, there's there are drugs that they give to pets and I don't I think the world is overmedicated. Oh no, too I don't ma- do that. Too many laws and the world is overmedicated. Um barking out all my political stances. Yeah. But uh you know, it's just uh training. Training, training, training. If you if you're gonna spend the time to to sit there and and pet them, pet them, pet them, you might as well take the time to you know train them and, yeah. and with baby steps of leave them alone, right? Leave them something yeah, my dog so hates being alone. delicious. Well, one of them, I have two now, and fun, right? Yeah. Something so entertaining, delicious, and fun that when you step away, they're like, go! I've got my thing here. Yeah. So I got my cool thing and a snack to boot. So yeah, so it's uh, anxiety in animals. It's a it's a big problem. Yeah. not just it's not just your problem, Sam. It's yeah, it's everybody. my problem and my dog's problem. <laughs> we put him we put him in the basement because we were like going somewhere. I think that this was before we had the other one, so he was alone in the basement. He chewed off like the door, like the whole door was just all like, and he and he broke part of the wall too. Like he was just so nervous. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. I know Aww. he's so bad, and I just. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that helps a lot. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. I don't know if dogs like being touched. Yeah, no, I don't they know. Do. They I do. heard that they don't from oh. somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. I'm weird. Where do I read this stuff? So, uh, have you ever thought about plastic surgery, Sam? No, I think it's a terrible idea, and nobody should ever do it. Cosmetic surgery. Unless you like need it, like if you like broke your nose or something, yeah. like I totally get it, but don't. Oh go my do- nose! Yeah. <laughs> oh my nose! Not because you want a new one, because you broke it and it right, doesn't right. work anymore. All right, so no cosmetic surgery for a pet fish. Why would you want to do that? It's a fish. I don't know. In, in <laughs> they Asia, don't live that long anyway. In Asia, this one is king of the tank. So yes, so it's a, a dragonfish coming out of Singapore. Uh, Eugene jabbed a pudgy finger against the side of the glass and like a predator singling out his unlucky target. Uh, fish's eyes looking a little droopy, that Eugene said, pointing at a fish with large metallic gold scales swimming happily amongst his companions. Minutes later, the fish was knocking out, at getting knocked out and getting an eye lift procedure. <laughs> so they're giving eye lifts to these fish. Uh, unbelievable. So cosmetic surgery for fists, it sounds extreme, but uh, uh, this Asian dragonfish is not your average pet. Um, it ranges as one of the world's most expensive aquarium fish, selling anywhere from a few hundred dollars to tens of thousands of dollars. So I guess if you have one of these dragonfish, 
uh, and you paid a couple grand for it, uh, and it's got a droopy eye, you'd want to get it fixed up. One fish was rumored to have bought uh, was bought by a Chinese Communist Party official for three hundred thousand dollars. That's insane. Um, so an eye lift of ninety bucks or a chin job for sixty for their pet fish is only pocket change. How do you? How, I I don't I how, don't even know. Um, it's a uh, ara, arowana is the type of arowana as well oh. like that. Oh, so they're not like goldfish. <laughs> no, it's like big carp size. Oh wow! Yeah, it's like a it's like a fair size carp size. Um, so this uh, Kenny Lim, a local hob- hobbyist, uh, he's invested over six hundred thousand dollars into building up his aquatic menagerie. So he's got, uh, but he's got a lot. He's got thirteen of these arowanas, these dragonfish, a wow. uh, hundred stingrays. It's a sign of wealth. That's so cool. Yeah, I don't. In know. his house. Uh, yeah, he's got these so big cool. tanks behind oh, him. Oh, that's so cool. Right, right. So yeah, so it's uh, he's a serious it's, like, fisher. Totally supposed to be a window, and he's like, nah. Yeah, no, that's a, a that's a. I'm gonna it. put a wall of fish tanks there. <laughs> yeah, so that's they spend a lot, a lot of money I'm to uh, take these dragon, the king of fish, the emperor, the dragonfish. No, not not for your average mortal. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, but plastic surgery. Somebody should talk to Johnny Resnick. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Who's that? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> you like him you like him on Facebook. I do? Yeah. Wait, hold on. It's like because it came up wait. today, it's like Sam Nork likes him too. Oh wait. <laughs> wait, can you spell his last name? I like a lot of things on Facebook. I don't know what the yeah, yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah. Goo goo dolls. Oh, yeah. sorry, I didn't I know, know his name. Yeah, I totally, Johnny, I went. To I don't know how to spell it. It's like R. Last year, it's, it's not even R E. It's R Z and something. Oh yeah, he totally Johnny Resnick. He he looks because there's like they they have a new album they're pushing. Yeah, they're and, going on uh, tour again. They're yeah, coming here again. Yeah, yeah. I went last year, but I left right after Philip Phillips League because I was like, bye. I'm not seeing the Google Dolls, and oh I know it's God. really terrible, but I just left after. Oh no, yeah. he's like he's like scare bear looking, man. Yeah. He's like, cause he's he's, but he's he's like a year older than me. Wait, really? Yeah, he's only a year older oh, than me. You look better than like, him. <laughs> I cha. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. But uh, no, that's that's nuts. He's like a big emperor fish. He just keeps getting cut up. Yeah, and cut no, up. I got. I want to look at a picture again. Here, wait, hold on. So if you if you it's like they're because yeah they got that video on Facebook promoting the new tour and it's just awful. I think the only reason why I liked him is because of Philip Phillips yeah. and they were going on tour. Oh, jeez. Yeah, not, not it's to just, be he's mean. Like, it's like that Phyllis Diller plastic looking. It's just yeah, ugh. it looks terrible. Yeah. But he's uh, he's he's had some substance abuse issues. Yeah. Now he's admitted that over the years that he's he's like done some serious you know heavy partying and 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 oh, yeah, the definitely. rock and roll lifestyle. Everybody does. And he was married. But the thing that makes me think because he's never is like yeah I had plastic surgery. He's like he's never openly admitted it or denied it. I guess. But uh, he was married to a supermodel, right? So he's married yeah. to a model for a while. So that's kind of common in that circle. So. Yeah, it definitely looks uh, pretty Botoxed up there. Yeah. So, um, so I'm trying yeah. to remember. It's 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 a Warner Brothers, right? No, yeah, Looney what Tunes, is- Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. What's one of your favorite uh, Warner Brothers? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So you got a you got a favorite Warner Brother cartoon character? Uh, I don't know. What's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> 
Who's that? Taz. Yeah, Tasmanian Devil. My cat was actually named Taz when I when I first picked it really? up, and I changed his name. Aww. Yeah, I changed it. But there's a, there's a serious uh, cancer threat. It's threatening to decimate uh, the Tasmanian Devil population. But good news, um, it, the, the, it's a cancer for humans. Researchers, researchers have found uh, is curing the Tasmanian Devil cancer. Huh. Um, so, but uh, cancer is a is an odd thing because it's you know it's just yeah. abnormal cells, right? So um, it's a pretty vast uh, uh, definition. But some human cancer drugs have been found to help this Tasmania because it's uh, the, it, they get these tumors, but they bite each other. It's it's uh, a, a transmittable cancer. Oh. That's right, scary. And so, when they in the wild, if they bite each other, uh, they infect each other with these with these cancerous. Could you imagine tumors. if humans were like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. We would all have cancer. That's well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, technically, we all. If do. it's transmittable, yeah. So it's transmittable. Yeah. It's you know, normally you think of cancer is not like not a transmittable yeah. Yeah. disease, and this one with the Tasmanian devils, and that's why it's why it's causing issues, right? So there's this. Uh, uh, Cancer drug for people. Um, that is, and, the, and the, there's a couple of sad pictures in here again. Uh, so, Cambridge University scientists found drugs targeting uh, receptors for humans could stop cancer in the devils uh, under laboratory conditions. So, they're going to start trying it out um, on the Tazis out in the wild to uh, stop that because they, they, I mean, they're there. <laughs> They're about as cute as Taz in the, yeah. the thing. They are. They are. They're. I mean, they're interesting. I mean, this one's got growling, but he's uh, he's a cutie. He's a cutie pie. Oh, I know. And he, even though he's, oh my goodness, even though he's devilish. Um, what a baby! Look, yeah. look how cute. Oh, so precious. Okay, so precious. <laughs> now I gotta sneeze. What? Pardon me. That, did, that sounded like a cough. Oh. <laughs> I'm all over the place with that. I got so excited about the Tasmanian devil. You just got to sneeze or cough, whatever yeah. you just did. But yeah, that freaked me out when it was like uh, transmittable. Was oh, the, yeah, that's scary. Was what caught my eye yeah. in that story. I'm like, what? What about uh, blood? I don't, I don't play that game. No. Leeches? Every time somebody says leeches, I think of Stand By Me because they because when they went and the they got leeches all over. Can them. you imagine this guy? <laughs> there's a scientist. He goes out um, and he's trying to find um, species and if they're alive in in, in forest yeah. or not. But tracking down the particular animals and species is difficult um, as a as a human uh, out there fumbling through the world the way we do. Um, so what the scientist is doing, he's going out and collecting leeches. And then looking at what their last meal was to track different species. That's so weird. In the wild. I know. And just simply for the name of the, uh, name of the, the, the place that he works for. So Dr. Tesler, this guy, Dr. Tesler, he's out in the wild collecting, uh, leeches to, to, to find these endangered and rare and elusive species in the wild. He's going in there and, and, and alone in the woods and attracting leeches to himself, uh, to find out what they ate last. And, uh, it, it could be intimidating to some, but, uh, he's enjoying it. So Dr. Tesler is a postdoctoral fellow at the American Museum of Natural History's Slacker Institute of Comparative Gen- Gen- Genomics, Comparative Genomics. 
What a name. So I just, uh, that's crazy town. But uh, he's subjecting himself to a horror movie scenario, collecting these um, and analyzing the blood of their last meal to identify animals, their victims, uh, to determine the range of species in, in any given uh, forest so weird. or Why, area. How would anybody think to do that? Uh, so yeah, well, apparently, if this you're guy. working at the uh, American Museum of Natural Histies, History's Slacker Institute of Comparative Genomics, <laughs> uh, then that's what you do. That's crazy. So, that's yeah. kind of gross. I would never do that. I would get all weird about it. So, but there, there, yeah. there, there's animals in Madagascar and Asia and the Pacific Islands that, that you just don't see. And we're not sure how well these species are doing. And so they're, they're using these leeches mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to track them down. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. I just, I found that. That's cool, but really weird and strange. And, uh, <laughs> all right. I got one more news story for you, Sam. Okay. Are you tired of the news? No. No? No, I watch the news all the time. Yeah? No, I don't, but that's okay. I was watching news the other day. Yeah. You know what I saw? Me. No, not recently. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been on the news since, uh, I don't know. You were the red carpet with uh, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yeah. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, he was really nice. And then he comes up, can I autograph that? And you're like, no, yeah, you already he did. did. He's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> That was my favorite Sam moment ever. It was really Sir Anthony Hopkins comes yeah. up to you. You're like, can I autograph that? And you're like, no. <laughs> you already did. Oh, you, just told him, you just told him to bugger off. You just told Sir, I, I, Sir Anthony Hopkins to bugger off. He's so nice. I, I just, I just, he, they were recording a video. Like, he already came by and they were recording a video for his, like, social media. Right, 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 right. And I'm like, he's like, oh, let me sign this. I'm like, you already did. <laughs> That was so cute. That was the funniest yeah. thing. And it ended up in the – because you were in Chicago for it that. Was Chicago, you yes. You were in Chicago yeah. for that. We're here in the metro Detroit area. And uh, it ended up uh, on the National Newswire. Oh, wait, uh, The really? picture of you and Anthony. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was on – yeah. But no, you weren't what I saw the last time I was watching the news. I saw kittens. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so and this made the national news out of Detroit and out of my city, actually, Troy. Um it's you. It made it. Made, it was me. No, it was kittens. <laughs> it was kittens. And the Troy Police Department is hiring a police cat. That's so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was just it was just a big social media ploy. Um, yeah. and, and they said if we get X number of followers on our oh, Twitter yeah, and yeah. our Facebook by such and such a date, we will hire Are a police cat. And they did. They got the followers they were looking for. They were just trying. They're just trying to connect with the people. Yeah. Trying to connect so their cool. social media presence, and uh, and and they they found that uh, you know cats. You know, like Percy the Serenity Cat. Right. It's they're they're cool to have around. So yeah. he's going to be like a station cat. Uh, he'll be there at, at the station and just kind of cruising around. He's like not going to go sniffing for I'm drugs. Go or visit anything. and be like, I just came here to pet the cat. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, they would. They would love, it. and that's what they want. They want to. They want to make it a connection to. Yeah. I was going to say their audience, but a connection to the community. They community. really want to. They want to connect with uh, the community. So it was a close call on Friday, but Troy uh, police in Troy uh, collared a new cat to fill an important position. Uh, then I, I don't know if they got the name that. They issued a Twitter challenge that if they could receive 10,000 followers, they would adopt a cat. And it was really cool because they had a whole crate of cats. 
Um, and they were picking out which one seemed to be the most personable and was because they want somebody who would be like really personal, not run back into the kennel. And so they were, they were doing that to see which one was most personable. But all of the cats that didn't get picked, uh, were going to be up for adoption. And so they're helping, they, they were going to just, okay, here you go. Take these back to the pound. Um, you know, they were making sure that they, they kept them all until they got adopted out. So they were going to foster them all until they could uh, adopt them out. And there were two adult cats in the running too. There were like three kittens and, and two adult cats. So, but Aww. the kitten, I think the kitten won out. Uh, and they're going to, they're going to name the cat. They're going to do another social media contest. Uh, and school kids get to help. Oh. Name the cat. It's always school kids. So yeah, always those elementary kids. I know. So what do you think? What do you think? Uh, uh, they have a they have a therapy dog. Oh, I thought you were going to say and, what do you think uh, the name's going to be? And it's the uh, a ca- the uh, uh, the community engagement unit, and uh, the therapy dog is Sergeant Fuzz. <laughs> That's kind of cute. So the police use them to go to schools. Um, and to connect with kids in the hospital, they take them to hospitals and, and old folks' homes and stuff. And, and oh, I love, uh, I love old people homes. Yeah. Ah! So, so take your puppies to old people's homes. I'll take myself. So therapy dogs <laughs> to old people because they whip them with those tails. Oh yeah. Maybe bruising up the old folks. <laughs> uh, so what's a good name for a, a cop cat? Calvin. Calvin? Why Calvin? No, I don't know. That was just the first thing that oh. popped into my head. Pause. Shield. Call him. She call him Badge. Oh yeah. I don't know what. What's a good name? Gun. Gun. Gunner. <laughs> call him Gunner. I don't know. Gunner. Sergeant Gunner. What else? What else is a good name for the cop cat? Cat cop. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some police pun. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna Google it. Gonna Google what is a good it. name for a cop cat? Don't use Google, Sam. Use your brain. Mm-mm. Pause. Cuffs. I got dogs. Cuffs. Cuffs. Because yeah, you get the ones with the little cuffs on it. Ace. And Ace. That's a good one. That'd be a good one. These are for dogs, but I don't care. I'm using them. All right. Caesar. What? S- Why? Caesar? I don't know. Same. There's some pictures on here. Holy smoke, Sam. What? Who's bad? No. Yes. <laughs> I, I was playing Brian. We're Brian running. says no. We're running, we're running out of time. <laughs> It's time for the bad animal joke of the week. Who's bad? All right, here we go. Hey, hey, Sam. Hey, what? Can a kangaroo jump higher than the Empire State Building? Totally. You think so? No. Well, no, actually, it can. It can? Yeah, because the Empire State Building can't jump. Uh. All right. Um, how do you how do you count cows? Twenty. How do, Twenty. How do you count cows? Carefully. With a calculator. <laughs> That's pretty awful. That was terrible. That's, that's bad. All right. There you go. So uh, that's it, man. AnimalTalkRadio.com. Sam did an incredible job doctoring up the website, yep. so check it out. It looks good and, now. And uh, Facebook, Twitter, Animal Talk Radio, and follow us and say hi. Like, subscribe. The YouTube video, right? Uh, we'll throw it up on uh, these Facebook videos. We'll throw them over on the, the YouTube. I haven't done that. They've been sitting there. Oh, I gotta, shoot, yeah. I got to throw them up. 
And uh, so there you go. So uh, just email us uh, from the website and, and have an exotic week. Oh, and kiss your wild thing for me. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs>